the time. Yes, I have broken out my favorite shirt. If you ever want to know what my favorite shirt, this is the one. I call it my happy shirt, full of color and fun. So this is it. This is the one when I uh, when I want to feel good, I put this shirt on. The reason I put this shirt on is I have gotten a couple of comments the last few days talking about this channel being, I don't know, negative, depressing, all of that. And I wanted to tackle that right up front. First and foremost, what I believe is going on right now is a great opportunity to everyone that is prepared. I believe my job as a motivator, an educator, someone who's truly trying to help is A, I need to shock you into looking up. We are all so busy. We all have busy lives, but sometimes people need to shake you. And that's what I've been trying to do the last couple of months because I have been saying and meant winter is coming. I am now saying winter is here. So again, I am trying to shock you, wake you up, do all of those good things. But most importantly, it's not because I want to wake you up. It's because I want you to win. I want you to thrive. The opportunity to create life-changing deals happens in recessions. In the last couple of months, you have heard folks like Greg Dickerson talk about buying businesses, no money down, seller financing. You can't do that in a bull market. You do that in a recession. You have heard me talk about businesses launching during a recession. You have heard me talk about getting a shopping list ready for stocks. And then this is a real estate channel. I keep bringing you investors who are winning. And just last week, I think it was Friday with Stephen Dow, we talked about a lending program for investors called the 50-40-10 that should light your hair on fire. It is an amazing opportunity for investors to come in with 10% down, get blended interest rate below 5 or even below 4%. You can't do that in a bull market. You can only do that in a recession or in an environment where real estate sales are changing. This is the time to sharpen the axe. Get ready. Do the work. All of those things. I am not negative. I am a glass half full. In fact, I think the glass runneth over. I am not one of these great reset, the world's out to get you nonsense. I'm like, nope, I control my future. And here talking to you, I am trying to help you control your future. So no, I am not negative. But dude, winter is here. The headlines are bad. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to tackle that right up front. So I am not negative. I am not purposely negative, but I am trying to wake you up. All right, there we go. Next up, Builder Sentiment came out today. Uh, if you talk to Greg Dickerson, and again, Greg Dickerson has an amazing playlist on this channel. He is a builder. He was building during the last crash. We have talked about builders moving first. Real estate, generally speaking, is slow to adjust. Price is inelastic. It's very sticky. However, builders move first. This is why you are undoubtedly see Ivy Zellman on the media again. She has been talking about builders here and there being a problem. I'm sure she will be paraded around again. Builder sentiment still positive, but trending down. As it should, 
they are seeing buyers back out. They are seeing open houses with less traffic. They are just they are seeing costs go up and delays in labor. It should be heading negative. Five months of negativity it was out again today, but still like at 78. And by the way, 50 is the number where it goes negative. So it's down, but it's still positive. Uh, next, we got retail sales. Retail sales today came out 0.9%, 0.9% up just under the 1%. This is important. I think it was yesterday. We talked about China. It might have been the week, might have been the day before. China retail sales were expected to be negative six. They were negative 11. Do you remember that? If not, go back and watch the financial news from yesterday or the day before. U.S. retail sales up 0.9%. couple of things to remember. Remember, I'm trying to educate you a little bit. We have nominal and we have real. Retail sales is not, underscore, not adjusted for inflation, right? So if you adjust for inflation, retail sales were up about 0.3, still positive. This is why I keep telling folks who are calling us in a recession today, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I think you're going to see a positive number for Q2. I think there is a good chance that you even see Q1's negative number adjusted up. So folks, good news. We're not in a recession yet. I do think one is coming. You can't have this endless bull run and not have a recession come. So again, retail sales up. Home Depot, Walmart this morning tell a very different story. We'll go to Walmart first. Walmart disappointed. Walmart disappointed. Let me get my notes. Um, they beat top line, which meant revenue, but they missed bottom line. Overstaffing. High inventory. Wrong inventory. High fuel costs. And profit is going to be squeezed the rest of the year. Walmart. Walmart, we talked about over the weekend. <coughs> I think it was Saturday. Walmart is my one retailer that I look at to see how is the lower end of the economic scale doing. Again, top line is up. Walmart is undoubtedly trying to keep prices where they are and thus eating margin. But think about this, overstaffing. When you hear the word overstaffing, what do you think? Minimum, you think hiring freeze. You probably think layoffs. Next, wrong inventory. This is coming to all retailers who buy from China. You and I have seen the ships in the ports, right? Walmart got all of these grills apparently at the wrong time. Like you need them early and not late. They got them late, then they couldn't sell them. They had to put them on sale. So again, lots of stuff going on. Home Depot, blowout number, blowout number. People are still investing in their homes. They're still investing in their backyards. Home Depot not only beat top and bottom, but raised guidance. That's the triple beat, folks. Again, um, Walmart missed on earnings and have problems in the future. Home Depot uh, beat. And that is, again, why I do not think Q2 GDP will be negative. I think it could actually be about 2, 2.3, somewhere between there uh, that we'll see in a few weeks. Twitter. Oh, if you guys haven't watched the All In podcast with Elon Musk at their um, Miami event, uh, you are missing out. 
first, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes is all about Twitter. A couple of things. I actually put this out on a tweet yesterday. I figured why not? It's about Twitter. Put it out a tweet. I think the Twitter deal is dead. Uh, worst, best case, the price gets slashed. But here's the problem for Twitter or a Twitter stockholder. I think Elon Musk exposed Twitter. What do I mean by that? If you watch that interview and you see the discussion about bots and fake accounts, you will realize that Twitter is um, not aggressively trying to figure out how bad the problem is because their revenue is dependent on accounts. And oh, by the way, Twitter is more of a brand advertising. So if you are Coke, or Walmart, I have no idea who advertises on Twitter, but whoever that is, my guess is you are asking for a discount. If you are somebody who spends tens of thousands of dollars a month on Twitter today, you have called your salesperson and asked for a discount. Why would you pay the same rates if instead of 5% fake accounts, you have 20% fake accounts? I think Twitter is in trouble. I think this deal blows up and Twitter is injured uh, pretty significantly. So we will see very soon. Let's talk about airlines. Airlines are the winners, the winners, the winners. Probably cruise lines, two hotels. We are having a blowout party this, uh, this summer. As I told you, I suspected, again, you can go back six weeks. I thought retail would be weak and people would be buying experiences. United Airlines increased their uh, expectation to see cash flow positive. JetBlue is going hostile, trying to buy Spirit Airlines. They are trying to add inventory and routes. What does hostile mean? Kind of like Elon and Twitter. They named a number. They're going to go to their shareholders and say, I I think it's 30 bucks a share. Yep, they're going 30 bucks a share on Spirit. A couple other things that caught my attention today or yesterday. Let's talk about the Fed in 1994. Why is that important? 1994 was the last successful soft landing. What is a soft landing? Basically, raise rates, no recession. You and I, or at least my belief, this is is almost comical. We are going to have a recession. But hey, let's talk about 1994. There were three large Fed raises. There were two 50-point raises and one three-quarter point raise, 50-50-75 in 1994. I believe the Fed needs to be uber-aggressive. The Fed needs to create bandwidth for the next recession. If we are at one and a quarter after July and we get a deep, dark recession, a cut from one and a quarter to zero is nothing. They need to get that gap going. Inflation is bad, and I think inflation is getting worse. Interesting article about high school students thinking that a four-year college degree is not worth it. All I have to say is about time. About time. There are amazing careers that can be had without getting a four-year degree. In fact, many people who get a four-year degree don't get a career in their field or get a job that won't even pay the debt as we are seeing with all this student loan stuff. Goldman Sachs, I'll give you a number. Uh, 
four years ago, pre-pandemic, 71% of high school students thought college was worth it. Same survey now, post-pandemic, poor student loan, 51%. So a drop, pretty significant drop of 20%. Goldman Sachs, watching this channel, of course, I kid. Goldman Sachs has cut 2022 GDP from 2 point, or no, from 3.8 to 2.4%. Again, they are not calling for a recession this year. They are calling for anemic growth and likely recession next year. They see growth next year at only 1.6. So as you will see, if you haven't seen it yet, go check out my playlist called Whiteboard. Uh, there is a discussion about 2022 and 2023 that I did months ago. And so far, pretty accurate, pretty accurate. I do believe rising wages are coming. Uh, rising wages have already come to the kind of bottom tier. They are working up. Microsoft is the latest. Microsoft says raise, uh, wage increases are coming. They are operating in a highly competitive market. And they realize that inflation is hurting their employees. So Microsoft is raising wages. Amazon has done it. Google has done it. All of these companies and more and more are doing it. The white collar, the office worker, it is your turn to get wage increase. And that is a much, much bigger number. And that will just mean inflation continues higher. What else do we got? Uh, I think that's about it. Yep, I think that's it. So again, folks, I want to be very clear. I am ecstatic for me. I'm ecstatic for you. I've been trying to wake you up, get you ready. I'm trying to help you do the work, right? Do the work, my little sticker there, because what is going to be coming is an amazing opportunity. You are going to get sellers that will do creative financing. Maybe they'll sell their business on terms. Maybe they'll sell their apartment by carrying some or all of the debt. You don't get these amazing debt structures in a bull market. You get them in a bear market, a recession. So I'm ecstatic. I hope you are. Do the work. Learn your market. Get, get in the course. Join the Facebook group around thousands of other people that are winning every day. Take care. Bye-bye.